makeup on. And we are back here on Black Educated and Broke. Guys, okay, so the person I'm getting ready to introduce is, like, not only just amazing, but very necessary. So, um, I don't know if you guys have looked up statistically, but a lot of times in the holidays, it turned out that a lot of people started to suffer, you know, with depression and sadness and, um, you know, mental health is, a is, a something to be looked at during the holidays for a lot of people. So, the young lady who I have today, this is her what specialty. Listen, she's been trying to mentor and help me my whole dang on life, okay? Completed. <laughs> so, this is who we have to get at. Yodi Alamu was born in Dallas, Texas, and raised in Clarkston, Georgia, and always knew she wanted to be a therapist. Yodi has a master's in clinical mental health and is fully licensed in therapy. She works with children, adolescents, and adults. She currently works for the Children and Teenagers Foundation Incorporation, and she's a proud member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Y'all, let's give it up for Yodi Alamu. Yeah. Yodi, yo. What's going oh, on? Well, hello, Yodi. Hey, how y'all doing? Don't get funny now. It's just a microphone. I know. Yeah. I'm just not used to all this, so this is cool. Well, you should. Like, you're a very accomplished young lady. Like, you help out people with really serious issues. Like, that's to be commended. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> do, you, do you feel like that's, like, that, like, challenging a lot of times, trying to talk people through things like that? Um, I think the biggest thing that's challenging is families. Because a lot of times they look at the kid or the um, whoever my client is as the problem, but most times it's the whole family system. Yeah. So trying to convince them that they need to work on themselves too and not just put the kid back in an environment um, that's exactly the same way, um, it's, it's, it can be difficult, but you just have to be tactical. So um, <clears throat> we're taking on, I don't want to say problems or issues, but it's a lot to take in as a person. So think about someone who doesn't have your training, things that they kind of deal with. You know, we get people who have depression, anxiety. How do you prevent yourself from getting any of their their energy onto you and carrying it around? Well, one of the things they taught us in grad school is just to be mindful. Um, be mindful of, it's called uh, counter-transference okay. or transference. So you have to be mindful of what people are dealing with, their emotions, their feelings. Um, and what you do is you like debrief it. So you do like stuff that's called wellness. Okay. So wellness is like, you know, I might do something like to get my mind off of it. I might put on some like praise and worship. Everybody has their thing that they do to kind of like cut it off in their mind and yeah. understand that if they don't get better, when you walk away, just trust that you did everything you could possibly do mm-hmm. and separating yourself from their situation and how they choose to move forward. So how do you get it off your mind? What do you do? Me? I mean, I, I, I'm i big on, like, meditation, prayer. Um, you know, a lot of times I talk to my friends. I don't talk to them about the situations, but I try to get my mind off of things. And so that helps me a lot to, like, separate what's going on with the kid and my personal life. So, And, and I'm big on music, so music mm-hmm. is everything to me. So that calms me a lot. What did you listen to? So, like, what I kind of want to know, oh, sorry, like, so with the holiday season, so why is it that, like, you know, people get into this whole state? Like, what, what's really going on? Like, what, what, what do you, is it, what do you notice during the holidays as a clinical therapist? Okay. And why it's happening? So, one of the things is, it's called seasonal depression. So, I didn't know necessarily that the term actually fully existed until I started feeling down during the holidays and started thinking about different people that I, I lost, that I missed. And I ended up finding out that even people that are addicts, 
Um, a lot of times they, they tend to relapse because they start to be around, uh, old family members that might trigger old things, old traumas. Um, but a lot of times it's because you're comparing, some people are comparing their life to, um, to others. Like, oh, they got a big family. I don't have a big family. I only have these few friends. I'm by myself. They look so happy. So comparison is a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also thinking about family members that they've lost. So a lot of times people, friends and families don't really realize that somebody might be dealing with seasonal depression because they don't even realize they're going through it. So I didn't know myself that I started feeling a little down. Um, and the more I thought about it, I asked a coworker and she was like, Oh, you're just dealing with seasonal depression. And then it clicked in my head of why I was feeling that way. I was thinking about, you know, things, things I don't have, people I don't have in my life anymore. You know, it might be old relationships that ended and now you have to go through the holidays for the first time and they're not there. So that too. That makes sense. So when you see some, is it worse if that person, um, if the relationship or friendship <clears throat> ended around the holidays, or is it the same as if it happened any other time of the year? Um, it just depends on how important that relationship is to you. Was If it's traumatic, you know, I, I, if it was a best friend of mine and we stopped being friends at that time and I talked to them every holiday or I spent every holiday with them or I was on FaceTime with them every time and then all of a sudden we're not doing it that next go-round, yeah, it's going to remind me of those memories that, that I no longer can share with that person. So it, it could happen that way. Wow. So when you see someone like, well, I mentioned this, so what are signs? Like, how do you know that it's just seasonal depression or like full out depression? Um, if you, if throughout the year, you're really not dealing with a lot, like you're not, you don't have like a lot of up and down emotions and stuff like that. But then we're getting towards November and December, which those are the months that you have to watch out for. Just pay attention to like why you're naturally like maybe you might be sleeping more often. You might be sleeping more through the day. Um, you might choose something like not go to work. Like I don't want to go to work today. Or like oh, um, a lot of people's anxiety goes up. You might not realize why you're kind of you know, a little bit more stressed out than normal. Um, so I pay attention to like eating, like either overeating, undereating, not feeling like eating anymore. Isolation is something like you might pull away from your friends, wondering why your friends aren't really picking up like they usually do. And you're calling your friend over and over that friend. You might want to go check in on the friend. And it's just if they're not if people aren't doing naturally what you've seen them do through the year, it is something to check in about. So that's why a lot of times I, t- I t- tell my own best friend like Randy, I'll tell a lot of my friends about seasonal depression because I don't think people are as aware of how much more we need to check in on family members and friends. Okay, well, Yodi, hold that thought because, you know, we have a couple of people who have submitted questions for you, so I want to read those out. But we're going to take a quick break here, guys. Listen, we're here with Yodi Alamu, a clinical therapist, who's giving us uh, information about people going through depression throughout the holidays. So make sure it's a lot of information going on. So keep it locked here on Highly Unique Radio, Black, Educated, and Broke. job, Yodi. I was listening back. Good. Let's get it. Let's get it. My biggest problem is I don't believe the concept of in love. In college, I was with Whitney. When she kissed me, I felt thin the heavens had descended upon me so strongly. I was wrong. She came from the Big Apple. Come on in, Mike B. I kind of sometimes feel like that was God affecting me. I got with fat and that you <laughs> Good, it must be clear and stuff. Okay, good. Supernatural circumcision from selfish ways. I'm on a mission. But it be a life I said I never felt. Okay, I did not way. have. Huh? 
But this love thing just ain't no grab and go. You have to pull everything inside. I pray it don't hit the flow. Simple as that. This just ain't rap. This ain't fictional. They may doubt it medicinal and make love seem conditional, but it ain't though. Hell, really. It's perfection. Even if it's like Anthony Hamilton's bidding, come through in sections. The lesson, but yet the blessing is the fact that it's the choice perception. In the wrong direction has the power to destroy your essence. Check your reflection, make sure that it's cool. For your protection, learn yourself before you learn in school. That you inadequate, truthfully, I'm an advocate for these savages chasing these objects that be inadimate. I wish that I could give them something way more tangible. It's hard to get your gift from God when both your hands is full. With all your pettiness, acting at at an eddyish lack of umbrellas always make grandchild fall down the heaviest look. Stand under something and hopefully it'll help you understand that everybody black on the inside like vultures cans. Keep your composure, be careful how you approach a man. Pigs can't smell the odor of slop to know they grosser than most people. But ain't no one picture perfect on easels. Don't hate nobody, be godly. Swear that poison is lethal. My cousin got out, got locked back up. That boy on the sequel, that penal system got his penal glands smothered in fecal matter. I'm still squashing all the chatter though. Them thotties try me, I dodge that boy like a matter though. Far as the baddest go, my quota way past the status quo. That's why that got my heart in the end like a neighbor hole. I got nasty flow. Tell where backwards take a backseat, I'm they chaperone. From the back straight to the trash, that's where they have to go. No cooning, no metro, I'm booming till my casket closed. I should rap some more, but I have to go. R.I.P. Ali, but I'm feeling like cash is Rope a dope, then go for broke like hooking laterals. Holy mackerel, my flow should be international. Educated and broken. We are here with Yodi Alamu, who is um, from the Children and Teenagers Foundation Incorporation, where she's speaking about depression during the holidays. And before we took a break, we were talking about signs to look for, um, you know, what to do if you see someone like that. And one of the things when we were talking off was just about checking in your friend. And um, so, like, you know, with that, what are some specific ways you think we should reach out to a friend when, you know, they're like, oh, no, I'm fine, I'm good, I'm fine. Like, and they keep saying everything's okay, but you are notifi- you're you noticing their behavior is changing. How do you kind of push that without 
you know, make, you know, how do you not be too pushy, but you want to help your friend? Um, I do good with not asking those questions. I will ask specific questions. When's the last time you ate? Did you eat three times? Have you been going to the gym like you usually do? No, I haven't. So I list, I kind of gauge it. I ask more specific questions because if you're their friend, you know what questions to ask and things that they usually do. Like, man, you still sleep? You've been sleeping all day. It's 6 p.m. Just paying attention to stuff like that. That It's a lot easier. But if you ask a question like, hey, so how you been doing? Are you okay? okay, I'm good, I'm fine, you know, it's not a true answer, so you have to be more specific so you can gauge, they'll tell you the truth because they're your friend, oh, I didn't eat since I think last night, um, and then it's like the next evening, so. Okay, and then, so like if you are somebody who's actively going through seasonal depression, what do you need to, what do you need to say to them? Um... The way that you'll know, I mean, just say, like, you know, how have you been feeling? No, I mean, no, if I am the person, I'm listening, and I'm like, yeah, I have been sleeping in. Yeah, my anxiety has been up. Yeah, I have been feeling kind of sad. What is your advice to kind of, like, get better? Um, I, I would just, first I would just ask, like, what are some of the thoughts that you've been having? And then from there, you can get a friend help. Like, if you wanted to um, ask them, like, what insurance they're on, you can call an insurance company. Um, whatever health insurance they may be on, and usually they're contracted with some type of counseling agency. With their insurance. With your insurance. So if you call them and give them your zip code, they can give you counseling agencies in the area. And so that's a good way to do it too. Um, but it, seasonal depression, again, it is seasonal. Some, some people aren't in full depression. Um, so getting a professional, somebody to engage with them would be good. Um, also like it says in some of the articles that I've even read just to get a friend out, get them, get them out of the house. If they've been in the house too long, get them out of the house. And, you know, if you're a friend that goes to the gym, come with me to the gym. Just get them to kind of shake it off, you know, if they can. Okay. And so in your profession, as long as you've been doing it, have you like had a difficult case of like a client who was dealing with depression? And I want to know how was that experience for you? Um, well, I've had a whole lot. So it's been eight years in the field. So, um, I'm actually the best with depressed and suicidal kids. Why? I did not want that, but out of grad school, um, people figured it out. My clinical director figured it out and I didn't want that responsibility, but I was just pretty much called to it. So, um, my biggest thing is empathy, like having empathy for them, paying attention really is my discernment too. asking the right questions, caring enough to ask the right questions. When you really care, you don't forget the last session. You remember like every little detail and you catch something else. The quicker they trust you, the more you find out. And I'm, I'm a person that asks like the harder questions when I feel like I can get them in probably even the first session, maybe a little quicker than other therapists, because I just need to know like how far your thoughts are. Like, are they really, really bad? Do you have a plan? Have you ever tried to harm yourself? Have you already crossed that line? You know, do you, you know, do you have long sleeves on? Well, let me see, you know, can you pull it up a little bit so I can see? Mm. That's stuff that I do. A lot of people, you don't even know that they'll, they'll be self-harming and you have no idea. They'll have long sleeves on and it's like warm outside. It'd be, it, it might be summer. And they're wearing long sleeves with a hoodie. And then they're just hiding, hiding scratches, hiding stuff that they've done to themselves. So, um, it's just being in, being, you have, to me, you have to be called for the field of therapy. You can't really act like it and then you have to really be working on yourself as a person because right. you cannot connect to other people if you don't know you don't know what sadness feels like or you don't have that that certain space of empathy you can't help somebody else and connect to them and think you're just going to give them like um a little rundown 
like they're just going to get better all of a sudden. It doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not like your main advice is for someone who's going through seasonal depression, which is something you taught us. It's seasonal. Um, you know, you need to talk to the person, you know, kind of get ways to get them out, to keep them active. You also suggested that they can see a, a someone with their insurance, if they have health insurance, that is part, typically a part of their health care plan to speak with a professional. Um, and what, what other, and there was like a, a line where they yeah, get a, so a website. There, yeah, there's a number. Yeah, that's true. The Georgia crisis line. So there's a national crisis line and then there's the Georgia crisis line. So the Georgia crisis line, since we're here, is 1-800-715-4225. There's also the national crisis line that you can call as well. Now the Georgia crisis line, if you call for a friend and, and they can come out to your home and they will, they will assess your friend. They will assess them, and if they feel like that they are too far ahead, they might be suicidal, might harm themselves, they will go ahead and take them to the hospital. So that is a lot of stuff that, you you know, that's another way, like, if you can't. Or you can take your friend. You can call 911, and they can, um, 1013. It's, that's what a 1013 is when you take them to the hospital and they have to get admitted. And then also, besides calling 911, you can take them to the emergency room. If you feel like you don't want to leave your friend in that moment, but your friend's okay enough to be in your car and you feel like it's safe enough, then you could take them to the emergency room and then they will do that for you. So. Okay. So do you do like any like other like personal sessions? You know, because you're somebody might listen to this and they'd be like, oh, I need to stop her. I need her to help me. Do you do like personal, like maybe they can contact you by email or something. They want to have a personal session. Do you do that? No, I do not do that yet. Okay. I just, I'm <laughs> One day I will. For now, I just work in administration and then just have some clients that I still keep um, at the agency I'm at. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, Yodi, we want you to stick around because, you know, we have a, a segment later on that is called Say Something Positive, Yo, and we want your words of encouragement, okay? Y'all want, y'all want Yodi words of encouragement, right? Oh, okay. yeah. I'm so intrigued. <laughs> we all do. We all just mesmerized <laughs> listening. So, guys, as you all are listening, just take a quick little break, a quick little step back. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we got to get y'all up to date with the Melanin News because Mike B is in the building. So, guys, please be sure to keep it locked here on Highly Unique Radio with Black Educated and Broke. I'm 
ain't loving nothing. If I die, I'm gonna be high. No tears, all of a sudden bluffing. Never finger on the lever, selling records. And Jay Boogie leather ready to record. Nigga, whatever what I need is that scholar that could capitalize my dollar. Capital size, when it hit it, make me wanna holler. I do run, run my mouth, peace with a vengeance. Start repenting if you didn't in the beginning. You should hit your knees and do whatever pleases you. Long as you pleasing me, I'm all you need, nigga. The decoy, watch Brat kill and destroy you. The last one to fuck with so, so death and bad boy. And we are back here on Black Educated and Broke. Oh, guys, did y'all enjoy that interview with Yodi? I'm just still Yodi impressed. Yodi Alamo. <laughs> her last name. Yodi is just so articulate and educated, and I just really want people to know, because mental illness in the black community, it's so really? taboo, man. Like, people don't want to talk about it. That's all. That's one of my favorite sections on XNXX, taboo. All right, so Mike B, I think you got the melody news for us. Help me, please. Former NFL wide receiver Antonio Brown is countersuing his rape accuser. Brown's attorney says he did not rape Brittany Taylor, but the two had consensual sexual intercourse. Brown says he has proof of their consensual romantic relationship, but only sex with Taylor once before her engagement to her current husband. Brown has denied all allegations but claims Taylor is lying and has all but ruined his career. From the root.com, a Georgia teen is arrested for planning a knife attack on a black church in Gainesville, just northeast of Atlanta. A 16-year-old white girl was reported to local authorities about a notebook containing detailed plans to commit murder at Bethel AME Church. She was charged with criminal attempt to commit murder and transported to the Regional Youth Detention Center in Gainesville. She could be tried as an adult. Melanin News is powered by Randy O.P.N.R. 
Tony, Tony, Tony. They're reuniting after 15 years. Dwayne Wiggins, Raphael Sadiq, and Timothy Riley will take the stage in their hometown of Oakland, California on November 27th at the Oakland Arena with MC Hammer and In Vogue. Last year, we covered the Mike Epsi United States Senate run in Mississippi, losing to incumbent Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith. Espy announced his run for the seat again in 2020. Espy, who is a former congressman and agriculture secretary for former President Bill Clinton, could become Mississippi's first black senator since Reconstruction. Smith made a comment speaking with a supporter that if she was invited to a public hanging, she'd be on the front row. The video went viral. You can find these top stories and more on Black Educated and Broke Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages live from the highly unique radio studios. I'm Mike B, and these are your headlines. All right, Mike uh-huh. B, Mike B. So I want to back it on That's up, crazy. back it on up. I first want to go back to Antonio Brown. So now he's countersuing the girl that sued him. Like, that that's what he's countersuing? He is countersuing. Put salt in the wounds. <laughs> so let me ask you, do y'all feel like it was consensual? Man, this that you never know. I was just sitting here thinking, uh, when and I'm you gotta clear this up in this day and age because it's a very sensitive topic. Yeah. What I'm trying to convey in words is when these accusers come out sometimes, is you either with the accuser or you are against them. Yep. And it looks bad to say to victim shame somebody to say that they were raped. But I guess this is, it happens so much now we're becoming desensitized to that as well. And we're questioning it. There was a time where if you said rape, there was no question. Right. Like you, you were almost guilty before you were found yeah. not guilty. So with that being said, uh, you, we really need more information. I can't come to judgment on either side yeah. because you said it. We don't do that with each other. If, if I said, uh, Randy, it's a hundred dollar bill behind there. You probably a question for real. How you know? Why you tell me? Why you didn't just take it? Right. Why, you got to ask yeah. more questions. Yeah. Well, remember we talked about this before. So the facts that we do know, she was hired to be a personal trainer, and the time that she said these uh, allegations uh, happened, uh, the fact is she also returned and continued to be the personal trainer. So, like you said, you you take one side, you look like this. You take the other side, you look like that. Mm-hmm. But the facts have been put out on the table. Just got to wait on the judge. Okay, we're going to wait on the judge. And then the next thing about who's waiting on a judge is the Georgia team that you were talking about that threatened a black church. I know this story came out um, last week sometime. And, you know, one of the things I want to say that I read that her idol was, was Dylan. Dylan Roof from uh, Charleston. Now, so what? What is the okay? So I don't. I maybe have missed it. What is the latest? Is she in custody? Is she going to be charged? As like, what's what's happening? The last we heard, she's at the uh, detention center, and that's all we know. The churches, uh, you know, their faith. They're they're going to keep it moving, but a leader of the church said like, this is not going to be taken lightly. Like, this is going to be something they're going to press on and continue. And I think they should. How did they find out? It was a notebook at a school, so schoolmates found this notebook at the school, and it went to however it's supposed to go as policy, the school counselors, yeah. and they reported it to the authorities. Wow. And this girl is, what, 10? No, she's a teenager. How old is she? 16. 
It's just like, I just think it just blows my, like, at 16, you thinking about taking out a whole race or taking out ever, a race? Have like, you just, ever seen the people in Gainesville, Georgia? <laughs> what happened to the games was like uh, listen <laughs> I'm not shocked by this at all at all point I'm just no, I, we no, not no, talking no. about the retirees on Lake Lanier cause I not got family enough. that live Absolutely. up there but nah, we, we, talking about we talking about the ones that's right off uh, uh, not Jesse Carnival. What's that main street out there, boy? I crazy. Way up 985. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right off and bust the left on the joint. Okay. Yeah. Alright, well, nevertheless, I mean, yeah, we just gotta be in prayer. Mike B, as always, thank you for these updates, guys. You can follow us on our social media. Yes, what is our social media? Cause all of these stories will be there. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Black Educated and Broke. And follow us on Twitter at BEB underscore podcast. BEB podcast underscore ATL. Uh huh, you know, I'm just trying to keep you doing Mike. I'm just trying to keep you doing Mike. BEB podcast underscore ATL. Shout out. Alrighty guys, we're gonna take another break and when we come back, Maya is gonna let us know what's popping these ATL streets. So keep it locked on Black Educated and Broke at Highly Unique Radio. Honeymoon past the infatuation phase. Right in the thick of love. At times we get sick of love. It seems like we argue every day I know I misbehaved And you made your mistakes And we both still got room left to grow And though love sometimes hurts I still put you first And we'll make this thing work But I think we should take it slow We're just ordinary people we don't know which way to go Cause we're ordinary people Maybe we should take it slow Take it slow Oh, This time we'll take it slow Take it slow Oh, This time we'll take it's slow This ain't a movie, no No fairy tale conclusion, y'all It gets more confusing every day uh, Sometimes it's heaven sent Then we head back to hell again We kiss, then we make up on the way I hang up, you call We rise and we fall And we feel like just walking away Alrighty guys, we are back here on, on, mm, what's going on Randy? We are back here on Highly Unique Radio at Black Educated and Broke. Mm, that's our handles if you want to follow us on social media. So Maya's holiday season in the ATL. What's going on boo? Alright, so it's your girl, it's Maya. So this week, or up until January 5th, Centennial Park has their International Winter Wonderland. If you don't know and you're not from Atlanta, it's basically when Centennial Park puts up their big ass Christmas tree in the corner of the park and they have all these bright ass lights that light up the whole downtown like you thought Skyview and the skyscrapers and the buildings and industrial part of Atlanta were bright. 
you ain't seen nothing yet because Centennial Park literally lights up the sky Jeez. and it is free and again it is until January 5th so go out there I know it's going to be cold at night but before it hit 30 degrees go out with your boo and you know the sun go down at 5 so you ain't got no excuse to be real go out see the lights <laughs> Take your girls out because there's so much to do in Centennial Park. There's so many places to eat. And then the Tabernacle's right there. If you want to go see a show, don't know who's playing. But, you know, Tabernacle's a historical landmark in Atlanta, so might as well know where it is. I saw a crit there. It was amazing. <laughs> I saw I guess I was there. It was a beautiful situation. Shout out I to bet Tabernacle. It was. <laughs> also, because I'm sharing my favorite holiday memories from when I was a child in Atlanta City, Macy's Pink Pig at Lenox Mall. The Macy's Pink Pig train ride at Macy's Lenox Square in Atlanta is a beloved holiday tradition, and it runs from November 2nd, which has already started, through Sunday, <laughs> January 5th. There's so many things that are ending on January 5th, 2020. You know, <laughs> honestly, and she is so cute. Like, come on, guys. I wasn't understand that pink pig when I was first moved here. I was like, why is there a pink pig? At yes, you see, you hear about it, right? I've, yeah. I've never heard our And I saw kids you go inside, it's like a blow-up thing and stuff. It's like pink it's pig. like Six Flags at Linux Mall, honestly. That's what it feels it's like. It's legendary. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's honestly a legendary. Yeah. Let's go see it. I ain't for no damn Yeah, thing. each ride is $3. Like, You're from Decatur. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I am. All right, again, each ride is $3. So please, go take your kids because they will love it. I know I used to. And um, I was about to say lastly, but it's not lastly, but seconds to last. Late Lanier's Margaritaville has a magical night of lights. It is now open from November 22nd. And it, uh, wait, yeah, from November 22nd, it has been open. And those lights are so beautiful. Like, I was just telling Randy off air, like, we used to go when I was a kid after Thanksgiving dinner, and, and that would be like how they put the kids to sleep. Oh, we like should a long do- ride. Yeah, and then the adults, while the kids were sleeping in the back, the adults got to drink their drinks, their grown-up drinks, while they cruise through. Thanksgiving? This was after our Thanksgiving dinner. This is how they put us to sleep. Really? Yeah. So they would cruise through Margaritaville and see the lights because they were so That's pretty. So far, though. It is far. Mm-hmm. That's why you had to kind of... Eat early. What's far? And then drive. Going to Lake Lanier? No, it's not. You used to live farther. <laughs> <laughs> but it was right up the road for me. Uh, no. Yeah, it was. It took me like 30 minutes. That, that 30 ain't right minutes? up the road. <laughs> for Atlanta, that's what Oh, my God. I was going to like 10 minutes to 30. <laughs> oh, my God. But anyways, it was like the adults, how they ended their holiday before they, before Black Friday was like a huge thing and like yeah. money was being made. Yeah. <laughs> we would go do that. Make and sure it's a designated driver. Yeah, exactly. They found a whole van. Anyway. Exactly. <laughs> we would rent a shuttle. We would get like a shuttle or a bus. And oh, we then, didn't do that. Because it was like a lot of cousins. So we rode through. You see the lights. And then at the end of the trail there's like a little resort area and they had a fire pit with you can make s'mores you can drink hot yeah, cider you can drink hot chocolate that's when we all would wake up that sounds we fun. wanted some I s'mores and hot chocolate it's all free right no 55 dollars <laughs> oh, oh, so man. vehicle admission for one car with one to ten passengers at the gate is 45 dollars but online is three dollars less and then they have a holiday run that's going from now until uh, November 30th and at the gate it will be $55 and online $52 so again $3 less oh, wait a minute so after November the 30th it goes back to 45 no this is December 30th I'm sorry oh okay so it's the holiday rate for the Christmas so it will be December 20th through the December 30th is when it goes up to 55 
Oh. But right now it's forty five to got you forty two okay. if you want to buy online and you can buy tickets for this at late at not late lanierislands dot com mm-hmm. and lastly because I am a skater I used to go to Cascade I used to run up and down Cascade streets all right okay sorry about that y'all <laughs> my past life coming to life anyway <laughs> skate the station at Atlantic Station. They have ice skating, okay? This will be starting Thursday, November 28th from 3 p.m. to 11 p.m., all right? The hours are Monday through Thursdays, 4 p.m. to 10 p.m., and then Friday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m., and then Sundays, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Ooh, they have holiday times, too. Turn up. Okay, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's Day will be 3 p.m. to 11 p.m. And this will all be on our Instagram page. So okay. you don't try, don't try to remember this. Just check us out. And this is at Atlantic Station. Yes, oh. Atlantic Station. Because you know the one at Centennial Park used to melt and stuff. So they t- they kind of just kind of took that down. I don't down. know. We used to go down there. I went ice skating, but it was just dope. You know. Yeah, it was like a nice environment. 20 to be black in. people down there lit for no reason. In a tent 20. that was heated. Okay. The pricing for general admission of all ages will be $15. Veterans, seniors, and A-card holders are $12. So check them out at alankstation.com for more details. For tickets, again, all this that I've talked about will be on our Instagram page by the end of the week. So check us out. And it's been your girl. It's Maya. And that's what's popping. Thank you, Maya. It's Thursday, baby. I really don't care who win or lose. What happened? What happened? Who? What happened? Falcon Saints Thursday, Mercedes Benz. Oh, that's what, I don't know. They beat the world too, because they was that last week they beat them. Shocked the world two weeks ago. Yeah, that's right. The world, One of the biggest rivals in the NFL is gonna be lit. Tailgating is gonna be supreme. You going? Of course. I need to pull up. Hey, holla at me. It's Thanksgiving. Yes, sir. Oh yeah, your family know how to party. I might. Oh have yes, to sir. Pull yes, up. sir. <laughs> Wait. Hold up, wait a minute. Y'all thought I was finished. <laughs> I just thought about this. Maya. Because you know it's the holidays. And because you were talking about how Mike's family likes to party, and I know a lot of families like to party the same way, please do not drive under the influence. Okay? Yes. There please are, don't do it. I know Uber is a big skeptical, and everybody is really skeptical about it and don't want to use it. Lift. Please lift. Lift That's right. background get that one checks. cousin who don't drink. Exactly. You are the driver. Sure. Lift background checks their drivers. So please, 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 and be cautious because we don't need no more hashtags about any more black or brown people going missing, being killed, dying, DUIs, under arrest. We don't need any more of that. We want to live. We want to prosper. We want to see 2020. Okay? It's a new decade. Live to see it. Please. All right, yes, Maya is like, she's letting us know, guys. So, like, I don't play about that. No more white vans. Like she said, all of these stories, and, oh, excuse me, all of these events that are going on, and we're going to have a lot of cautionary, dropping all type of lift apps and stuff for you guys to make sure we're safe for this holiday season, are going to be on our Instagram, which is at Black Educated and Broke. Guys, we're going to take another break, when we come back, y'all know what time it is. It's the 10th spot with Q. You want everybody got to say, because you know it's going to be crazy. I need you to stay glued and locked in here on Black Educated and Broke at Highly Unique Radio. Make sure that it's cool. For your protection, learn yourself before you learn in school. That you ain't adequate, truthfully, yeah, I'm, I'm an advocate for these savages chasing these objects that be inadimate. I wish that I could give them something way more tangible. It's hard to get your gift from God when both your hands is full. With all your pettiness, acting at ed and eddies, lack of umbrellas always make range y'all fall down the heaviest look. Stand under something and hopefully it'll help you understand that everybody black on the inside like roaches cans. Keep your composure, be careful how you 
Black Educated and Broke. Sorry about that. We had our little mics on. Y'all know we be doing bloopers and stuff. Y'all know y'all want to know what we doing behind the scenes. Don't play. Okay. But anyway, guys, this is the Q-10 spot. He get mad when I be on the mic too long, so let me just be quiet. You know, I appreciate when you do that. But. One time only. Randy <laughs> brought up a great point while we was off air. Actually, y'all probably heard it. Uh, Snoop Dogg, <laughs> Doggy Style. That was his debut album. That premiered. 26 years ago. Well, well, I, I, little fact, I have this album on vinyl. Yeah, like real talk. Like real shit. I yeah. really do. I, I think that's that really dope. Um, Floyd Mayweather say he want to come out of retirement next year. I don't understand for what. Well, what more can you do? You risking a, a, a flawless career in boxing just to come back. He probably blew all his money on them hubs. I doubt it. His money's like never ending. You sure? That's what he say. Listen, that's what he say. Money Mayweather Floyd. Yeah, okay. No, Floyd Money Mayweather. He right? bored. <laughs> he, something. Ain't nobody going to, who going to beat him? Nobody. Who, who are yeah, he, he's coming out of retirement <laughs> to fight someone. Yeah, I don't know who that kid is, and I've been keeping up with boxing. But did you, wait, did y'all not watch the fight last yeah, night? Yeah, I I seen it. Boy, did you see the dude face when he said Okay, fell? like that. Oh, like his old chin right. shot me. Uh, who won front? Yeah, I say Wilder. No. But see, the thing is, like, the, he was like kind of playing in the beginning. I'm like, why does you know he letting them get a couple of licks? I'm like, oh my god, Ortiz. Ortiz was doing no, good, no, but then Wilder just he was screaming doing his little ape stuff he does, you know. And then I know where like the blue, blue, blue. It even like it hurt like that. It did. And he was out. Like, and the ref was like, no, no more. You're yeah. out. It was it was great. I enjoyed it. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed that. Um, oh yes, I got off topic. Yeah. So apparently they've come up with a, a male birth control. Hey. No, not yay. They say ready for penis, and it's a needle. So they said that men would have to endure a shot in the groin to prevent pregnancy. So these researchers in India think they own or something. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> I'll still say that, baby, ain't mine. You're not shooting me in no penis with no it's needle. It's only boy, pain is temporary, products forever. You know about that, right? Yeah, and I can put on a condom. 
Why would you get like shoot shoot up the club as a uh, shy would say? No, you can shoot that? up the club I'm and the club. not get nobody crazy. No, no, not having it. All right, y'all do the birth control. What I do birth control for? Only thing though, it's thirteen years. It, like it's, it keeps you sterile for thirteen years. Oh, that's a long time. That's a hell of a long time. You got to get have that. a whole family. You, that's the shit you get. Your parents make you get when you turn like thirteen. <laughs> like 11, 10 or 11 you know to make sure and that little that you get have all the STDs up. in the world that little 13 year old because oh, that's what's going to happen mercy, right? STD rate is going to go up because everybody's like oh I ain't going to get you pregnant but they're going to pass all kinds of stuff watch well I mean they own every 7-Eleven on every corner they should have plenty of condoms who own every 7-Eleven <laughs> wait a minute this is, no, is going to come to I'm in America what yeah, that's where the research is being done. Randy, where you been? But there, I know, but they did the studies here in America. Yeah, what can you share in the eleven? Mike, would you would you ever do that? Uh, no. Why y'all saying no? So what? Wait, wait a minute. Cause now my I gotta step my wife. Why do women are expected to get birth control? Y'all need to get it, but here's an opportunity for y'all. Excuse me. Not expected. Not expected. What are you talking about? Who I ain't expecting? I ain't expecting no woman to get her on birth control. Right no. Y'all expect us to be on, okay, well, no, she on birth control, she on the pill, cool, I'm cool, I ain't gotta pull out. No. But when we ask y'all to do the same thing, oh no, everybody's gonna, that ain't fair. That don't make sense. Do y'all take a shot in your clitoris? We take a shot to other places. Yeah, not like that. That's your order. That's a sex order. Birth control. I'm gonna put my condom on. Right. The whole thing is just like, we have to put these drugs in us sometimes. Why you all? And you know what? We can't Man, find another way. Maybe I don't know. Wait a minute. Here's another reason we need to double check. Because, you know, women, we take birth control because, you know, we be having hormone issues and help us regulate, oh, get okay. our brain. Some of y'all men folk have <laughs> And some of y'all men folk, y'all need some birth control for y'all moves and got to wild her up your ass. I be like, what's wrong with you? I can sum Randy? up this whole thing right Go now. Go ahead, my boo. Niggas. Shit. shit. Yeah. Okay. I'm okay with that though. That sums it up. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Cause like. Ain't no wrong with that being shit. The fact that this even became a debate just shows you. Okay, she whatever. Has one I, I'm question. for it. Next. <laughs> I ain't getting no shot in my penis, goddammit. And you ain't shit. So next. It says you're grown and it says your penis. That. Yo, so. <laughs> check this out. Y'all tie with y'all family, alright? Do y'all right. think that y'all could go missing? For any amount of time, and people not worry. No. Oh, they're gonna worry. My mom. For any amount of time, right? Three hours. She's asking me. I'm glad you brought up the number three, because this man, uh, he was a, a Navy vet from Texas. He was dead in his apartment for three years. That don't make no sense. Three I heard years. about that. Three years. How is that even possible? Well, said, well he paid up his rent for, for like three years. It, no, he didn't. Excuse me. He had an automatic account retired. Uh, okay. It always came out. So okay, so it. how is he get? Well, he's retired, so they're gonna send him money regardless. They had no death certificate. And you know, he was out of a different state from where his family was. I still think that's crazy. Like the I was maintenance trying to don't figure come out. How the hell did uh? Um, he don't have no family. Did, he yeah. don't. But no. the thing is, his mama said they talk every day or well, every couple of days. Who is she talking to? Three years. Who's that's weird. To? That's Who is she talking to? His <laughs> ghost. Somebody was calling. <laughs> well, nobody was answering. She said she hadn't talked to him for three years, but then he traveled a lot for his job. So she but she said even when he was overseas, she would still talk to him. Yeah. I just don't understand. Like as a body, we know they decompose. Right. Is there no scent? The only reason they said they found them because they was going door to door to talk, check on people who hadn't used their water. 
Right, and his hadn't been used in three years. But see, they, he was in the insulated part of the home. No, they said he was at the insulated. bottom. He had some little insulated room that he was in. That's where his body was, where he had, had a heart attack or something right there. It's not like suicide. So that's not like suicide. No, no, not suicide. No, he had a heart attack. He couldn't eat. Okay, because how you want to eat already? already. Insulated. He ain't smelled it. What kind of apartment is this? You got an insulated room covered in the sun. I'm talking about how you want to eat already. Story. Like, wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> wait. Oh, no. He's from Texas, so he's going to be talking to him every day. He already did. He in the incubator already. And his rent on automatic pay. Randy's hometown, Beaumont. Oh, yeah. Beaumont. You can try know. me, sir. I am from Dallas. What it do, Texas? What's that about Shout out to the Cowboys. Cypress. Okay, can we mute his mic? Thank you. I can't do that to my man, man. We haven't had a tennis fight in a long time. We had one last week where he was out, OWT. Real out. Yeah, that's how I do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Good. Goddamn yeah. earthquake over here. Skirt Maya, she got him so quick and ran the mic. You ain't taking me down with your iron. Man, we go work the whole shit. Anyway, um, now I know Randy is going to talk about R. Kelly and Randy O. Keeping it in old, but I did have to bring up how this is getting really crazy. Did you see that her sister? Yeah. Came out and she was talking and said that she don't believe that's Joycelyn who sent that message. No. She said that she seemed too uh cynical. It didn't seem straightforward like her. She's saying that she's releasing this information to a paid site only. So does that mean the money's run dry? What's going on? You know, he's going through legal trouble, so he ain't... He ain't got no money coming in. Yeah, but well, since you talk about it, we can just get on into it right now then. So, yeah, so Jocelyn had put a little post on... Joycelyn, I always, uh, he loves correcting me when I say her name. Anyway, she put up a post on Instagram, but just pretty much talking about that, um, you know, R. Kelly was aggressive, he was abusive, if she didn't call him daddy and all this kind of stuff, how he would, uh, become, uh, mean and, and, you know, she, she did say like she was, she was, um, he was taking over her. She had to be obedient to him. So she started speaking, but she hasn't given that much information other than just the verbal abuse. She hasn't talked about anything physical yet, but it's like she's dropping it off in, in, in pieces. And, yeah, people are saying, like, oh, now you're saying it because he ain't got no money. That's why you're asking for it. However, on Joc- Jocelyn? Joycelyn. Joycelyn. On her Instagram, her dad and her mom commented, please call us. Please contact us. Let's talk to you. Because she, really, she still ain't talking to him. You follow her on social media? No, I saw it on the article that oh, I was reading. Oh, okay. So I saw her dad, you know, Mr. Sales, when you gave us your strategy back Cars, him. cars. So it is very interesting, but I mean, it is what it is. If it ain't no money, okay, maybe she is gonna talk, and okay, it is what it is. Yeah, that man going down in a, a, a blaze like of no glory. It's, yeah, he, it's real bad know. for him right now. That's why y'all, all things under the dark will come to the light. So you just gonna get ready, as yeah. I say that to myself. Go ahead, now what? That's a ten spot. I write a tease by guys. Some of these stories are going to be on our social media. If not, they're going to be on our website. That's right. Black Educated and Broke. We are on the website, which is www.blackeducatedandbroke.com. Check us out. Follow, subscribe. It's going down. Guys, we're going to jump into like one more break. I'm going to jump into my topic or my spot, which is Randy O keeping you in the know. Because I know I got audiences out there. They want to know what's going on with celebrity gossip. Guess what? I got you covered. But you got to keep it locked here on Black Educated and Broke on Highly Unique Radio.
We're back here on Black Educated and Broke. You know, I keep doing this through every show. We have to introduce ourselves. I'll be forgetting. Holly Unique Radio listeners. Y'all don't know all the way, but let me let y'all know. It's your girl, Randy O. And I'm Imp the Dimp, the ladies pimp, the ladies pipe up my delight. I know you don't know that banger. Anyway, this is Q, the takeover. Big Daddy Kane. Thank you for embarrassing yourself all over. <laughs> Who was <laughs> it? I know I'm in the 80s. 80s? That's yeah. strike two. 90s? Oh, strike three, you're out. What? That's what Rapper's it? Delight. That's in the 70s. That's Rapper's Delight, yes. Yes. 70s. They're not the 80s. No, it's the 70s. Okay, tomato, tomato. Lord, Go ahead. mercy, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your news anchor, Mike B. <laughs> it's your girl, it's Maya. Okay, guys, you know, we're going to drop our handles later, but we need to get into this, okay, because Randy O wants to keep you in the know. I want to give you girl, give you girls and guys, whatever you identify with, a couple of stories that I thought were interesting. Maya, the first one. Mm-mm. Is your heart hurting? Mm-hmm. Because y'all know Chris, uh, Chris Brown, Brown. <laughs> Breezy, welcome his new baby boy with speculation. On, on and off again, girlfriend, Amika Harris. They're, they're off. Well, no, according to, well, you know, he let them hard eyes say my BM fine. And that was like four days ago. They're off. Maya, are you, are you kind of sad about him having another baby? Until it's been confirmed. Cause she, I follow her on Instagram and she's a beautiful young lady. She is. She is so fine. However, either she's been posting old pictures with the caption saying yesterday and today, or she done signed an NDA with Christopher's legal team saying she can't post no type of baby month or he gonna sue her. Oh. Because she ain't never post nobody shot where she was pregnant. I ain't never seen no bump. I wonder if she's like, one of those girls that don't want to do that. Some girls don't want to do that. But then have captions like, felt cute today, yesterday, I got, you know, like, I'm just like, maybe your pictures are old and you're recycling pictures and just, you know, keeping everybody out your business, which if that's the case, I respect, cause you fooled the hell out of me. But until <laughs> I see a motherfucking baby, <laughs> or like a baby hand or a baby foot. You know how people want to post their kids but they want to post their kids? Yeah. See, if I see that, I ain't believing shit. Maya, let it go. Right. Okay. Let it go. Otherwise, let I'm going to need medical attention. So I'm going to call 911. No, you're going to call Yodi Alamu because she'll get you to this Yodi, seasonal depression, number? okay? I need to call No, guy. I'm not talking about for self-harming myself. I'm going to self-harm someone else. Like, okay, I'm exactly. Right. You're going to talk to, what's that hotline, Georgia uh, crisis line? That yeah, you I need to call. Okay. About call Actually, them. I can call for you. Thank you. All right, next story. Check on me. You will not do a check on me. That's what you will not do. I've seen one 10-13s go. Listen, 
Anybody get any of y'all watch Judge Joe Brown? I love Judge Joe Brown. I well, grew up. I used to, I got to watch cable. <laughs> I used to love Judge Joe, Judge Joe Brown, but he, I didn't know that he's like an anti-feminist. So Judge Joe Brown, he slams the breakfast, breakfast club and he challenged them to debate over Harriet Tubman. So pretty much, um, he was saying that the people, you know, they're trying to get Harriet Tubman on the $20 bill. Mm-hmm. He said the reason that they had that movie because they're trying to push it. He says, I want to get his actual quote. He says, um, I don't give a D-A-M-N about feminists. They can go straight to hell. I know they hate themselves because they got two X chromosomes instead of an X and a Y. They're fraudulent, self-hated, and they're sick. That's the quote. And what he said about Harriet Tubman, I was like, oh, my God, this is so Judge Joe Brown. He says, oh, I wish I could do his accent. He says, these feminists are trying to do this movie, Harriet, air quote, so they can get a black woman on the $20 bill. This movie is to, is to soften the public up to the idea of picking a black woman who frees slaves by leading them to freedom by getting her on another one like her on the 20 bill. They can't get a white woman, so they want a black woman. They don't care. They just want a woman in a down masculinity. I got a big problem if it's on a bill before they put a black man's face <laughs> on one. I got a big problem with that. It's insulting to the black race because you're saying the man ain't worth a D-A-M-N, put a woman up there first. Mm. So, yeah, oh, oh, then what is that about the Breakfast Club, right? Because, you know, Angela Yee, Charmaine, uh, Charlamagne the God and stuff, they were just kind of said like, oh, you know, he oh, he bumped his head, he's talking crazy. Joe still clapped back. <laughs> he mm. said, I challenge these moist, soggy, jelly-filled uh, breakfast Pop-Tarts I, to a debate. Let's see shit. if they got the cojones to debate me on manhood. I'm betting they don't. I've seen him do that before. You ain't never seen him get with people on this show? Oh, yeah. On this show, yes, but like. Okay, well, that's him. He he's he that's is good. a judge. That, that's an old ass judge right yeah, there. Judge yeah. O'Brien is is past seventy. Let him say what he wants. He's still doing commercials. But I just didn't like the whole like the twenty dollar bill. Like, what does it matter? So be so that, that I I kind of don't like that. Like, so if it's gonna be a black person on a, on some money, it has to be a man first, and that's his. That's how he sees it. And I'm like, why does that matter? Like, we're getting someone of color on money regardless like why does it have to be a male i kind of didn't like that aspect yeah it's just about where he come from he's older and you have a lot of our our seniors that's just how they feel and then on top of the way black men uh besides black men who are doing well for themselves i mean you still got a lot of black people just feel like we still ain't progress so he feel like the way black men are depicted and he then he bring up frederick douglas I believe he brought up Frederick Douglass and all of that. Like, he was going to put Harry Tubman, and then he would rather see, like, Frederick Douglass on there or somebody. But, Which I would like to see Frederick I mean, Douglass, too. Judge, I don't want to, like... Judge Frederick Douglass got a whole bunch of high schools. So it'll be all right. Okay, well... Streets and everything. <laughs> right? Okay, well, in other news, anybody y'all some Jeezy fans? Anybody like Jeezy? ATL. Yeah, like Jeezy. ATL. Come on, he what's the flow? A Jeezy oh, line. <laughs> Uh, Our president is nigga black. play is lights out, cost a cool quarter million. That's how you find me cruising down the city with the goons behind me. Okay, thank you. I, that didn't give me time to read through the script here. <laughs> so, but no, so you know, Jeezy, I didn't know he got into politics more so. So uh, he was, that's James St. Patrick. Right, everybody's what everybody calls him. Right so you there. had you had Joe Biden, Jeezy, Atlanta, you know, Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottom, and they were all sitting down just that's talking Ramona. about Keisha Lance Bottom's Ramona. And that's, that's Jane St. Patrick. <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> she is married. Okay, thank you. So but episode two, season one. 
Gabaya, get the heck out of here. But I thought that was just kind of cool that he's, I didn't know he was involved like that. Like, I didn't either until I saw that. It did shock me as well. But something uh, But Jeezy, Jeezy's been changing, doing different things a while. You now. know what? You're right. That's nothing. It doesn't surprise me, but. But you know, a part, of her, a part of her, uh, administration, she's incorporating the entertainment aspect. Smart. And of course, this is Atlanta. Yeah. So I mean, yes, you know, smart. her original, uh, she had the campaign with T.I. and Killer mm-hmm. Mike. So to include Young Jeezy. And right now, T.I., uh, he spoke on who I think he's kind of not endorsing, but who he supports on The View. Everybody knows Killer Mike. Where his stance is on top, he's still a big uh, Bernie Sanders supporter. So you couldn't get them there. You call your next rapper and say, hey, because Keisha has already thrown in her ticket with Joe Biden. She oh, she already, has. She's already backed Joe Biden. Like, that's a oh, wow. Deal. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. You know, just, just as far as my personal opinion with the whole politics stuff, like I was riding for Joe. You know, like I liked him too, but <laughs> I can't. Q. Q. But you know, I just like he's had so many slip ups. Like I'm like old. his media team, yeah. but right, but his mind, and it just makes you feel like your your competency when you become president. Even though Bernie Sanders is older, but. I feel like Bernie Sanders comes up a lot more sharp, sharp than Biden. I think yeah, Biden is Biden's charismatic. Biden's been messing up a lot lately, for sure. And uh, I think he got a pass because he was Barack Obama's vice That's president. That's right. So off rip, you're like, all right, that's who I'm going to rock with. But when you, they go digging in them crates and they bring up information that we didn't know or right. we didn't have access to. Yeah, and we're more uh, interested in that, not to take us into that, but right now, if you're looking at the, the Democrats or the lefts, you have the elders who just want to get Trump out of office yeah. while you have more younger people. It's like, it's, they're not, they don't really care about Trump because we haven't mm-hmm. really been affected. What they want to do is see change in the country. That's yep. right. So yeah. we'll see. But yeah, yeah, that's all I have for radio, keeping you in the know. I don't want to get like too, like, you know, well, I do want to give a shout out to Candy. Candy, you know, they had their baby as well, a daughter yeah. by surrogate, you Who's know. Candy? Huh? Candy Burris. Candy Burris. Oh, okay. Congratulations. Candy. Candy's dungeon. Have y'all been yet? Is this their second baby? Yeah. yeah. Well, like. It's their second. Second with Todd, yes, even though it's, she I know she has carry. a daughter, but it's their second together. Yeah. Okay, that's congrats, that's congrats. Shout out to Candy. Oh, that's the second one, yeah. Yes, yeah, the second one. So shout out, shout out to Candy. But y'all, every time, so you know, if you ever guys want some celebrity gossip to be updated, that is what Randy O'Keefe, you know, is gonna do. So guys, we're gonna wrap up our show here, but before we do, we wanna take one last break, get our hearts together, get our minds together, get us all clear, because we wanna say something positive. And who better to do it than someone who is trained and, and taught and, and educated in how to do that? That's Miss Yodi Alamo. You wanna hear what she has to say? You gotta keep it locked right here on Black Educated and broke on highly unique radio. Those eyes, eyes. Double 
got a fetish for fucking you with your skirt on on the back street in the backseat of the Yukon. What's taking so long? I'm getting anxious but patiently waiting for you to tell a nigga to move on. Between me and you, we can find each other flying abroad in my private G2. I ain't trying to G you, but I'm trying to see you bent over. You know how we do it, feet to shoulders, bring heat to cold this night. So ferocious, like you street promoting the dick game is potent. Cause in the bed, nigga go hard like Jordan. Sweat pouring, loving the way you be moaning. Gripping the sheet, looking at me, looking at me. Cause every woman just wanna be happy. And it's crazy, but baby, I love it when I'm with you, baby. Girl, you'll stare, those eyes. All right, Holly Unique Radio listening family. We're about to get ready to wrap this thing out. We want to thank you all so much for listening to us as we try to get you educated in all things hip-hop, black culture, entertainment. We've enjoyed you. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, guys, you know we have inside jokes. I'm so sorry. That's so rude of us. You can't see what we're doing, but you know how you can see? You can follow me mm-hmm, at Randy O. That's R-A-N-D-I, followed by three O's. Um, Mike B's going to let us know how you all can uh, listen to us on our podcast. You can listen to us on iHeartRadio app. You can also listen to us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Will you please leave us a review? Follow us. Subscribe to us. Q. What's happening? Drop them social media handles. We're on every social media that's popping, which would be what? Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. That's it. You can follow us on Facebook at Black Educated and Broke. I know sometimes you have to put that in. Sometimes you can just search it. I think it's when you're trying to mention it. But that's Black Educated and Broke on Facebook. Also, it's the exact same on Instagram. And then Mike B, our Twitter. The Twitter page is B-E-B podcast underscore A-T-L. That's dope. Yo, our Instagram page has plenty of content, man. I really want to know what we got going on. Check out our Instagram page. Uh, you'd be surprised some of the likes we got on there. So we're doing our thing. All right, and Mike, tell them they can tune in to us. You can tune in to us every Sunday on Highly Unique Radio at 9 o'clock p.m. And we also post on our podcast links, which will be SoundCloud, Apple Music, or Apple Podcasts. I apologize. Our Heart Radio and Spotify. Did I say that already? That's, That's right. It. And make sure you okay. go to the website, www.blackeducatedandbroke.com. And yes, that up. drops every Thursday. All right, so we got out, you know, this coming Thursday is going to be Thanksgiving. So, you know, your BEB family are going to be sharing the things that are, we are thankful for, traditions that we, uh, this we do every turkey. Thanksgiving. Ooh, all this food I'm about to eat on Thursday is going down. Listen. I'm actually going to do a Friendsgiving. When I'm going to come up, when I pull up, <laughs> they ain't going to be able to see my eyes. I'm just going to be looking for the food. 
Oh my gosh. No contributing ass. Have him a to-go plate. Just have it ready. Have your styrofoam ready. Yeah, absolutely. I'm bringing back bowls they let me leave with last time to put more food in. Oh my gosh. So guys, as you see, it's going to be a fun episode. We're going to drop this again, like I said, on Thursday on Thanksgiving. So before we close out our show, we do this every time. We have say something positive because in a world full of corruption, lies, deceit, so much negativity, we need to be encouraged and uplifted. So we're going to have our guest on the show today, show today Yodi Alamu. Uh, my best friend and clinical therapist. Say something positive to our listeners, Yodi. Um, hope exists even if you can't see it. So just because you don't see it doesn't mean hope doesn't exist. All righty, y'all. So we're out. It's Mr. Girl Randio. Oh, cause so I'm sitting in a different position. The order yeah. changed now. Yeah, it changes. <laughs> it's Maya. <laughs> Mike B. And it's time to cue the takeover, and we see y'all next week. Same time, same channel. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye, guys.